Leviticus 16. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, when they drew near before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat that is on the ark, so that he may not die. For I will appear in the cloud over the mercy seat. But in this way Aaron shall come into the holy place with a bull from the herd for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen coat and shall have the linen undergarment on his body. And he shall tie the linen sash around his waist and wear the linen turban. These are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and then put them on. And he shall take from the congregation of the people of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering for himself and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. Then he shall take the two goats and set them before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Aaron shall cast lots over the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for Azazel. And Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and use it as a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement over it, that it may be sent away into the wilderness to Azazel. Aaron shall present the bull as a sin offering for himself and shall make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall kill the bull as a sin offering for himself. And he shall take a censer full of coals of fire from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of sweet incense beaten small, and he shall bring it inside the veil and put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is over the testimony so that he does not die. And he shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the front of the mercy seat on the east side. And in front of the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring its blood inside the veil and do with its blood as he did with the blood of the bull, sprinkling it over the mercy seat and in front of the mercy seat. Thus he shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the people of Israel and because of their transgressions, all their sins. So he shall do for the tent of meeting which dwells with them in the midst of their uncleanness. No one may be in the tent of meeting from the time he enters to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out and has made atonement for himself and for his house and for all the assembly of Israel. Then he shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it and shall take some of the blood of the bull and some of the blood of the goat and put it on the horns of the altar all around and he shall sprinkle some of the blood on it and with his finger seven times and cleanse it and consecrate it from the uncleanness of the people of Israel. And when he has made an end of atoning for the holy place in the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. And Aaron shall lay both of his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the people of Israel and all their transgressions, all their sins. And he shall put them on the head of the goat and send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is in readiness. 
The goat shall bear all their iniquities on itself to a remote area, and he shall let the goat go free in the wilderness. Then Aaron shall come to the tent of meeting and shall place and shall take off the linen garments that he put on when he went into the holy place and leave them there. And he shall bathe his body in water in a holy place and put on his garments and come out and offer his burnt offerings and the burnt offering of the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. And the fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar. And he who lets the goat go to Azazel shall wash his clothes and bathe his body in water. And afterward he may come into the camp. And the bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement for the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, their skin and their flesh, and their dung shall be burned with the fire. And he who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his uh, body in water. And afterward, he may come into the camp. And it shall be a statute for you that in the seventh month, on the tenth of the month, you shall afflict yourself and you shall do no work either the native or the stranger who sojourns among you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you to cleanse you. You shall be clean before the Lord from all your sins. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall afflict yourselves. It is a statute forever. And the priest who is anointed and consecrated as a priest in his father's place shall make atonement, wearing the holy linen garments, He shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary, and he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar. And he shall make atonement for the priest and all the people of the assembly. And this shall be a statute forever for you, that atonement may be made for the people of Israel once in the year because of all their sins. And Aaron did as the Lord commanded Moses. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Leviticus 16, Jeremy, a very important passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. I was joking around with Will Carlisle that this month is kind of like the greatest hits of the Bible all in one month. Um, and I think if you really want to understand what we're celebrating this month, the incarnation, the coming of Christ, mm-hmm. and the purpose of the incarnation and the coming of Christ, you can't pass over Leviticus 16. Mm-hmm. So, What's going on in the passage? What are your thoughts on the passage? Yeah, Leviticus 16. Leviticus Leviticus itself is an interesting book. There's like other passages that describe things in detail, kind of like this one does. But one thing that I recently found out about Leviticus is that it's ordered in this like kind of parallel way where there's things on one side of the first half of the book that are mirrored in the second half of the book. And it kind of does this back and forth to where there's this moment in the middle of the book that's like stands alone is unique. And right. that is this. Yeah. It's, it's the day of atonement is the key to the whole book. It's what it's all like kind of pointing to in structuring itself that way. Um, and, and that actually should actually help us realize what is like the focal point of, of Jesus and his ministry and what God is doing. And that is the cross, um, his, his death and his resurrection, but in particular, we're learning a lot about what the cross is about, even in this Old Testament passage. And so that's amazing. just to kind of like review the chapter in case you got lost with all the like mercy seed and blood and sacrifice language, basically the high priest, Aaron in this case, and of course this would continue after Aaron, is 
cleansing himself. Then he's making atonement for the people before the presence of God in the most holy place of the temple. Then he's confessing the sin, putting his hand on the goat, um, what we know as the scapegoat or the azazel, Mm -hmm. that is then released out into the wilderness as if to die. So it's, it's a statement of sacrifice has been made over the sin of the for the sin of the people and sacri- and 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 the sin of the people is now outside of the city mm-hmm. and dies with the sacrificial goat in the wilderness and and obviously we can talk about kind of some of the parallels to Christ but this was an incredible day of hope for mm-hmm. the people because on this one day before God they were cleansed and they could go to bed that night at least knowing that they had peace with God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this, this, yeah, and this was so important and significant because of the, and there were real consequences to the uncleanness of the people. Right. I mean, there's the threat of death, of actual death, to be in the presence of God, to be near to God um, was, was real. And, and so, yeah, like you said, there's, there was so much hope in this, in this day and in this moment and in this, casting away of sin as well as dealing with sin. Um, this, this holiness that seems to be offered, uh, to the people, even though they are unholy, this holy God who's dwelling in the midst of an unclean people, right? Like all of these things make sense only because there's this day, there's this moment. That's right. And so now the author of Hebrews picks up on all this, mm-hmm. uh, and, he basically explains to us what's really happening in Christ as as it relates to this, that Jesus is both the priest who is clean because of his righteousness and the sacrificial lamb who is sacrificed, as it were, in the presence of God, but he is sacrificed where? Outside of the city Mm -hmm. with shame on his head, Mm -hmm. We, we were talking about the crown of thorns the other day, but with shame on his head, and as it were, the, the shame of, God, of all the people, of their sin, was placed on the head of Christ outside of the city, and he died on our behalf um, so that we now can make peace with God mm-hmm. in him. And to your original question, like we're reading this in the, the month where we're celebrating the incarnation you know, it just reminds me of John the Baptist when he sees Jesus the first time. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Amen. That's what we're celebrating this month. That's what we're going to be thinking about this month. For Jeremy Brooks, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.